Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 457th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your dumb, dumb host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my very, very smart co-host, Dr. Shamu. Hello, hello. We call him Doctor for a reason. That's why he's very, very smart. Um, and then we've also got uh, we've also got R Sigma, who's legitimately very, very smart. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> um, all right. And so, welcome to the Puckle Podcast, the place where we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game. We are the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. The Royal We. By the Royal We, I mean mostly me. I don't know why we've kept it branding. I guess. Yeah, uh, but that's that's why we're stuck with it, guys. It's we're in too deep. It's just kind of stuck, and now it gets to be jokes whenever we talk about Viram. Yes, fine. yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Fiacle, okay, fiacle. That's what it is. Um, all right, so, but uh, welcome to the show. Uh, so I guess well, I wasn't on last week, uh, unfortunately. Um, thank you to uh, Whimsicott and the gang for uh, holding down the fort last week. Uh, while I was gone, uh, my father-in-law was in town, and I wanted to uh, spend time with him. I, I, I would just like to let me take a moment and just say, like, I appreciate the people who also help run the show. On top of me, like, it is a huge team effort, and I feel like I don't say that enough. And so, like, I really do appreciate everybody who does that because it's nice to be able to, like, I, I think up until like the last two years, like, I, I wasn't really leaning into like the thatchless episodes as much as I should have. And it's been very nice to be able to take like a few weeks off every year. Mm. It's going to happen again in like a month. So get ready for that, fans. (laughs) 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 As Thatch journeys to the magical land of the West Coast. Yeah, at least it's only supposed to be like a week next time, right? Yeah, uh, it's going to be. Yeah, no, it's only one. It's only one. It's not like the Japan trip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Japan. Well, the Japan trip wasn't that long either. I wasn't long, gone that long. It was only two weeks. I think. I, I think I took two weeks off because I had uh, I had to prep for the trip on top of it. Because mm-hmm. like when I go when I go, it'll be another thing where like we record on like a Tuesday or something or a Friday or a Thursday or a Friday. That's what I mean. Instead of our normal Saturday recording time, so it won't be too bad. It, it, it's just one week where I'm gone. Yeah. When I went to Japan, it was a it was a little bit more intensive. I would say. <laughs> that that's my well worry. it was right at the height of news season so it wasn't too hard yeah to have something that's to talk true about. that's true i thought they did an excellent job last week uh i'm oh. a little i'm a little annoyed i didn't get to talk about mega evolution and how it's everywhere but the main game so <laughs> i mean that's probably the extent of my complaints i also think it was horribly mismanaged in pokemon go they're trying to fix it 
They, oh my gosh, I saw that today, by the way, that they tried to fix Mega Evolution. I'm not sure. Pete McKee's actively updating the doc as we go. It's okay. There's nothing else this week. But uh, they, I saw I saw on Reddit they were trying to do that. They're going to try to fix uh, Mega Evolution. Well, fix. I'm putting fix in quotes. Like they lowered it by like five Mega, Ener- mega Evolution energy for Beedrill or something. Uh, they lowered it 20%. So it was like five for Beedrill and 10 for the starters or something. None of that makes me feel better. So how, how did that exactly work? Because I'm kind of like, I understand you need to get Mega Energy from doing Mega Raids, if I, if I understand right. Raids, but right. they're adding, like, walking or something, too. Uh, none of this feels good. But so it's like Mega Energy, like, a, a, a like, so you use 20 of it, it's gone forever, and you, yes. like, you have to do it each time you Mega Evolve? Yes. Oh my god, no. It's like, it's like candy, but worse. Why would they just not, like, th- I would rather them just say... Hey, get a whole bunch of it, and here's this item that you just, like, lock to a Pokemon, and if you want to get a different mm-hmm. one, you have to just, like... You have to do it do again. Do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you want to make it, hey, reduce it by half, and then that, for every time, it's, like, it's that half, it's that reduction of the, like... I think that's how it's kind of works. It's, like, there's an ignition cost, and then there's yes. a repeat cost. So, so ignition costs more than repeat. Yeah, yeah. It's the, and that's what I get here, but I'm just saying, like, the fact that you have to do it each and every time, even, like, mm-hmm. even if, I'm saying, like... You you make the pay the big cost once per Pokemon, and that way that Pokemon you have is will always be able to Mega Evolve. The, the thing mm. that gets me is it just feels like um like Pokemon Go has done this in the past, and I, I don't think people I think people have cut them some slack minus like the really hardcore community, especially when like a lot of their events were just like oh you can hatch this Pokemon from a seven k egg haha <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, so like that's been that's always been an issue where they're just like oh to play pokemon go and like get your best chances you need to buy incubators right and so now this is just another way for them to go oh you should buy remote raid passes you should buy raid passes in general yeah i think it would have gone a lot better if the free raid pass also counted as a remote raid pass like i absolutely agree with you i think the free raid pass should also act as a remote raid pass Mm -hmm. especially in like terms of covid i i think like at least making it it should have been there for, like, the first couple of months, and then they can, like, take it away or whatever. Say, like, hey, it's gone. Like, this is promotional for, like, a few months, and then it's gone. Yeah. Like, people would be more okay with that. It's like, oh. I'm yes. Okay. I, I think until, like, COVID's over, it'd be a cool thing to do. Like, while they were doing the free boxes that I'm a little upset they got rid of. They have the, like, bad free boxes still around where it's like, hey, you get, like, four random items that are a potion, a Pokeball, or a Great Ball. It's like, hey. It's not yeah. bad. It's not as good as, like, here's, like, 20 Great Balls. Mm-hmm. I forgot that the one thing I did like just booting up and it's like, oh, here are the random Pokemon for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that it's really nice. cool now. It's really cool. I like that. Especially when it's something like I don't have and it's like, oh, this thing is higher than my level. This is actually a challenge. I really appreciate I'm it. looking forward to like the daily coins too, but yeah, I'm still like in trial in Australia or something. I'm okay with it staying there, <laughs> uh, but that's just me. I mean, I know you and I think that's like. You and I have very similar opinions about everything, Sigma. I think minus mm. that. I think like that's the one place where we diverge. Like, I don't mind gyms. I don't mind like throwing something in a gym. I don't like the timer-based gyms. I might your your area might be like more active or something like that. My town's a college campus, so yeah. There's your problem. Okay, there, I found your problem. Um, yeah, like for me, <laughs> it's not bad because it's just like ah, we get to go to the Victor's Tacos and we get to pick up the gym. Mm. and and that's it and then nobody else really goes to bother there and bother it for like the next eight hours and then i get my coins so it's it's barely an issue for me on for the gyms but like i can understand if you have a college campus like yeah that's that's awful uh a lot of the gyms are uh student dorms so. mm, never mind yep that's the worst that is in fact the worst uh, i guess i would ask you guys what you've been doing in pokemon lately but i know it's final fantasy 14 
Uh, no, we've been doing stuff in Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, very yeah. Monotonous stuff. Oh, tell me, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> uh, I've been hatching Silicobra, and uh, oh my pretty gosh. sure Shamu's been walking into Wulu. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, are you trying? Are you trying to proc like the official like shiny thing, like the shiny chance, like by killing five hundred or whatever? Uh, not five hundred, yeah. four hundred, because five hundred bugs it out. Okay, okay. Yeah, you heard there. So I'm running around there. with four hundred, like ten killed, <laughs> trying to get a shiny Wulu. And I think the worst part is like not recently, but when I was doing this the first time, I found two shinies back to back that were Squavit and Rookity. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was that was that was heart crushing. I, I just stopped for a while. This is a uh, this, cool. this is a really good like intro discussion to the topic today, but I don't wanna mm-hmm. I don't want to it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> because like I I have a lot of issues just with like the shining hunted me- shiny hunting I'm gonna put that in quotes, hunting methods in Gen 8, uh because they're definitely non existent. <laughs> and uh, I like I just have issues with that. I, I think that like that. Like I, I, people can say like that. You complain about sword and shield all the time, but like if they're, they're like, well, no, I don't think this would be the sword I would die, on, the hill I would die on. I'd, I'd die on definitely a different hill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, this is like one of like this is a smaller issue I have with it because like I think it would be really cool if they were just like, hey, here's something like the Dex Nav or like the Pokey Radar, something that requires like just like a little bit of skill, just like a little bit. I mean, they couldn't even bother bringing back the chaining from Let's Go. Yeah. <laughs> right like that that's all i want i want something like that i think just ko's is dumb well it would be it wouldn't be so bad if it was actually working as it should be yes i i that that makes it worse <laughs> if it wasn't like a third of the time it works that makes yeah. it worse but yeah i i definitely agree with you but uh before we break into today's topic let's take a uh let's, let's cut it here and then we're gonna kick it on over to the news so let's cue that epic music <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about, none of which are exciting. The first one is the wild area has shifted and is now promoting electric and grass type Pokemon, including Toxtricity, Flapple, and Appleton. Ooh, exciting. I mean, this is actually better than I think the last one, personally. Uh, I mean, it's more fun to kill them. Yes. Yeah. About it. <laughs> The event will run until September 30th. Keep an eye out for the weekend of the 11th to 13th for a potential special raid. It's occurred this time over the last two months. So keep that in mind. I don't know. I still feel like they blew their load on, like, the raids. Like, they really front-loaded it. And then they had no well, thoughts. the soup hurts it the most, if hmm? I'm going to be honest. The soup. Yeah. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. soup. Yeah, that really ruined it. I think them putting all... I, I still think this is evidence that, like, the DLC was planned after swish like like way after swish like some of the ideas they were throwing into the dlc like i think the soup is part of that i think it was like ah yes maybe we should do that because people realize that gigantamax is kind of dumb but this is kind of how we're going to push raids well now how do we push raids i don't know um you know what would have been really cool you know like you know how cool it would have been if they would have tied in like mega raids Mm. on top of like uh, in game on top of like the launch in pokemon go Mm -hmm. that would have been really cool like even if you couldn't use them yourself yeah uh 
just having them in game battling you. Yeah, no, I think that would like I I am all for more like boss like raids. Do it for rewards. You know what I mean? Like, like Mewtwo and stuff. The Mewtwo and the exactly. Zero Aura, I thought were done well. Like I love being able to hang out in voice chat on Discord and just plan something for an hour with people. Yeah, Zero Aura, but, but they realized their mistakes with Mewtwo. Yes, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I I think those are the coolest kinds of raids, and I hope they keep doing those. I, I would expect one, like, when Crown Tundra eventually releases again. Well, Crown Tundra, like, comes out with, like, its own type of raid thing, Imajigger, for the legendaries yeah. or whatever. No, I'm just thinking they probably do a mythical raid again, just mm. like they did with Zero Aura. And I hope so. Warmer. That'd be really cool. Like, maybe Victini or something? That would be exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. You know, like, all they have to do, though, is just, like, introduce Pokemon that have, like, a special move. Like, hey, mm-hmm. here's a Blastoise with, um, I'm trying to think, like, some, like, not that one work, but um, <laughs> like I, I'm just trying <laughs> to think of like a move that it would normally get, but like yeah, event moves would be interesting. Yeah, event, I'm not just sure how say event moves. They'd be. That would be that would be pretty hype, actually. I give people a reason to play. Okay, again. okay, okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is a terrible but good idea. You bring back some of the moves that they called when Sword and Shield came out as moves that some of these Pokemon can learn, right? Like a lot of Pokemon lost knockoff as they're in their move pool mm-hmm. right you bring back a pokemon that used to have knockoff that doesn't anymore and that's the way that they can get this through a raid i think what you'd have to do though is like after the event is have like a small update that adds that as an egg move as well mm-hmm. so then people who missed the event can still get it yeah right? i i also think they should be able to i think that like even like hidden power can come back to, in that way so it's more limited mm-hmm. right so that like we can still we can still have hidden power because I honestly think a meta without hidden power with a Garchomp and a Lander is showing back up. It's kind of scary. Is a scary uh, meta. Like I, I I really I'm really scared of that one. Mm-hmm. Well, I would even just say like just a fun move and stuff to give a reason to raid. It doesn't have to be yeah. possible by egg. Like uh, well the one I found like uh not Phantom Force is it Shadow Force Phantom Force whatever like Giratina's move on Decidueye or something like that you know like just give him some like. Random things. Have fun with Help them. Help Decidueye out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just like, it's just giving things random moves, kind of. Not too outrageous, but just... Because I like the... Like, Coliseum moves were fun. They had some Yes, jank, oh, yeah. But those are like, oh, yes. why did you have this? This is great. Even if it's like... Yes, I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. I, I think it's a really cool prospect. Mm-hmm. Honestly, uh, a lot of uh, Sword and Shield mods kind of don't get the best mm-hmm. tech moves. Some do, yes, but a lot of them are shorted. I get what they were going for in Sword and Shield when they were like "quote unquote" simplifying the meta, but now that they're like now that the meta is kind of coming back to where it was, like I I do fear Crown Tundra's meta. Yeah, and I I think we kind of have to go back to the old way to an extent because we're I mean we're bringing back the old Pokemon and, and like like I said I'm very worried about Landorus. Like Dynamax Landorus sounds like a terrible terrible thing. Oh yeah, no, you only need to run Scarf at that point. Or you can, mm-hmm. and if you can run Scarf, or then you can just go Max Air yep. Stream. Get, and then go big, yep. You get Max Knuckle, you get Max Air Stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lando. no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a terrifying prospect. Uh, I, I am a little worried. But yeah, I think, I think Ra- I mean, obviously, like, the way I think Raid should have been done, it should have been handled, was we'll, like, drip feed you new Pokemon via them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's the way it should have been handled. I, I think it was a missed opportunity because they're obviously doing it in retrospect right mm-hmm. um with the yeah. dlc 
And I guess that's kind of what they're doing. Like, it's just like, hey, here are all the Pokemon from this DLC in these raids now. Yeah. And I, I don't disagree. But we'll see. Uh, let's move on to the next news bullet because we spent six minutes on the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is you, Sigma. You're green oh, today. Oh, I'm green. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> not surprising to anyone, Ash's Pikachu did not evolve in the most recent anime episode, but Go caught a Pikachu and it evolved. So that's yeah, a out. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, Tank like posted that like in a, I got asked that like by three different groups of people. Like, oh my gosh, I saw that Ash's Pikachu might evolve. Do you think they're going to do it? I'm like, I don't know. They've only used this plot point 10 times. <laughs> And I do not know if it will not evolve. And so I, I am very unsurprised. I'm like, yeah, it's probably just going to be something with some other Pikachu. <laughs> it's like, are, are we removing the mascot from the anime? Uh, uh, no. no. Oh, no. Why would you- uh, I mean, it's the same thing that like everybody's like, oh, they're going to pass the torch to go from Ash. And it's like, no, they're not. No, they're not. Stop. I think they're just Stop. trying to make like the Go community more relatable. I, not kind of trying to relate or not relatable but relate to it i guess i think i think the thing that the pokemon company's been trying to do and semi unsuccessfully um has been trying to convert go players to real pokemon players yeah they're, they're mm-hmm. trying to like take them somewhere i think they're trying to like integrate them more fully into the pokemon community because the one thing i like like okay so pokemon go is a free game at like the core of it it's a free game you can put money into it right mm-hmm. and the type of people that do that versus the type of people like us, where we're just like, yeah, I'll pay 60 bucks for this game. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll pay 120 bucks for this game. By the end of it, we're probably all going to pay 240 bucks for this game. It's fine. And so, like, we're we're all invested in that, right? And so, we're also the same kind of people that go and buy five Wulu plushes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only five. It's six, right? Uh, seven. I, uh, plus two. Seven, Okay. Plus, well, they're like the bigger ones, right? Yeah. The two? Yeah, okay. Yeah, That's what I thought. I, I spent uh, almost $200 <laughs> on Blue Flush. Okay, Yes. Fine. Uh, but, you know, so, like, that's the difference. Like, so, so like, we'll do that. Like, we'll buy the merch. The Pokemon Go players, I don't think buy the merch like we do. Like, it, so, I think the best example of this is, um, this is, this is semi-anecdotal, but I'm sure that if you ever go out and play Pokemon Go on, like, a community day, somebody else has a story about this, like I do. There's always somebody in at least my Pokemon Go community that will set up a stand on a community day at one of the larger parks and try to sell their own like homemade plushes or something mm. or like knock off Pokemon plushes. And these are th- like, that's something that's not going to see like the t- Pokemon company is not going to see money from that. No. And like, these are obviously like cheaper plushes and stuff like that. And I think the Pokemon company is having a hard time shifting people who are going to buy those kinds of plushes which is typically like the core Pokemon Go community to the Pokemon, like to just like the Pokemon community to the point where they'll buy seven Wulu plushes. I I think they're having difficulty doing that. And that's why Go exists because they're just like, we want people who play Pokemon Go to really like Pokemon as much as Thatch and Shamu and Sigma like Pokemon. You know, it's, it didn't make it into the news, but it turns out that in the first year of Pokemon Masters, it has become the second most profitable Pokemon mobile game. Not even close to the first, but, you know, that's a thing. I mean, I believe that because the concept of Pokemon Masters is a good concept. I think at launch, it was poorly executed. Launch was bad, but I will say, too, also, like, the one thing they have going for them that makes people want to spend money are the rate. They're not terrible compared, like, yeah, okay. So the so money per, like, money per currency is bad unless they have sales, which they do, but... Mm-hmm. Compared to most gacha games, getting, like, a high-ranking unit is a 1% or 2% chance. Sometimes the higher ones, they have it. 
Like, like I think Fire Emblem Heroes has higher ranks sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But Masters, like, starts at, I think, 7%, and then they have 10% banners. Kind of often-ish. That's not bad. Yeah, but that's, that's not only bad. for, like, the and that's, like, five-star 10% units? is not bad. So, essentially, you do a 10 roll, most likely one of those will be, not always, it happens, but, like, mm-hmm. one of those will be mm-hmm. a 5-star, which is good. That's a good odd. That's worth, that's fairly worth Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, the odds for specific ones is, are complete crap. And, yeah, they they're always that, too. They haven't lowered rarities, so every time they add new characters, the percent of just getting a certain character just goes down more. And mm-hmm. more. Yes, yeah. and that's partially the issue. They, it's a problem that they need to fix at some point. They'll most likely have to do something with uh, not not like story lock them, but like um, like lock them to a certain like here's a gen- generic banner that has everyone that's not limited, mm-hmm. and then like they'll have to just start limiting them on the main banners. Cut off just, some like, of the earlier units from like yeah. the banners. And have rerun banners that have the older units, something like that. But that that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Master's News, and we don't talk about that in this segment. <laughs> the whole other <laughs> topic. All right, uh, go to the blue. Go to the blue. Go to the next thing. Okay. So, we might get some news out of the South... There's a Korea 2020 Invitational Championship, which would be today... Or no, tomorrow. That's but, tomorrow, yeah. But uh, we won't... Tomorrow as we're recording this. Yeah, it's like... Two we're days ago, as you were listening. <laughs> we're recording the day before the the tournament, so we don't know what's going to happen, but they are giving away King's Rock, so it could easily be Galarian Slowking, because we should- I could be- see it being Galarian Slowking. Yeah. I, like, I honestly, with the King's Rock, I think that's much more likely, mm-hmm. because just, it's the King's, like, why would you give out a King's Rock? Why? What What is the purpose of giving out a King's Rock? There's In no base switch, that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, like- but if you're doing it to tie it to something else, this would make sense. Unless they're going to go, oh, here's Galarian Politoed, even Slow though he's King. got Like, that's not... Yeah. It, uh, that's so, not going to happen. Exactly. And it's just like, it, it doesn't make sense yeah. with Slowking because we know it's coming. Mm-hmm. We and I think this, they might use it to do a small... We might get a small trailer too with it, to, just to get more in-depth, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll know by the time this episode comes I, I thought I thought the evolution method for Galarian Slowpoke to Galarian Slowbro was dumb. I'm not the only one, right? Like, eh, it was. I wish they the made, like, I wish they had it more like the mushrooms up. in a way, and not just a yeah. random item on the ground. I I thought that one was kind of dumb because I, I I I think that having I think with this gen of regionals, they try too hard to make so many of the regionals have really odd evolution methods. They did. Like they tried to change the evolution methods. Like I think the only normal ones are like Berserker. People who got to play Shield had their. Pokemon evolve in regular ways. Yes. People who had to play Sword had stupid things happen. Yes, I will because I think like I think Yamask evolves really stupid. I think I think that adding having the Ice Stone for Darumaka to Darmanitan is stupid. I think it's fine. It's kind of crazy that you can have level one Darmanitan, but I still think it's stupid though because like regular Darumaka just does it via level. Like I'd feel better about it if that's how it became like. If it was like a firestone for it, like I, I'll even go on the limb and say, like I think ice stone for Alolan Sandshrew is stupid too. But um, I, I think that was just stupid and pointless. I think they just wanted uh, another Pokemon to have an ice stone evolve <laughs> and not make it. Well, something else got it too, evolve. doesn't something? Oh, Glaceon uses it now. Glaceon but, has it now. Yeah, I, I think that I don't know. It was just kind of dumb. I, I think a lot of the th- ways that a lot of the regionals evolve. My, I guess Rapidash is fine. Rapidash is level, Corsola is level. Yes. Um, 
Mr. Yes. Mime, I think, is level. I'm not 100% on that. I'm not 100% on that. Uh, but yes. Okay, moving on, though. Uh, video game battling news. Season 6 started. Enjoy having not 16 Pokemon in the meta. We talked about this already. In it's blank. nice. Cinderace is gone. Rillaboom's gone. Dragabolt is gone. Yes. Yes. All of the things you hate are gone. And Magnezone. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Every everything you hate is gone, and Magnezone. I don't know why Magnezone's gone. <laughs> Poor Magnezone. He just kind of accidentally made it into. He, the he like act, like it's just like he walked into the room and then like they locked the doors on him and he's just like what I just walked in here I didn't know what this he's was. Like a, he's like a rank ten to twelve Pokemon yeah. in singles, and that day he was unranked. Yes. 10, so yes. Oh well, I guess Drake Assault gets to roll the singles for Matt. Oh, okay. Move on to Pokemon Go, though. We're gonna speed through this because we're, we're like we're we we like talking to each other too much. Yeah. Okay. So Mega Red, Mega Raid Challenge event is occurring until September seventh at ten p.m. local time. That's like this is the first Monday. Three. That's yeah. Monday. That's when this comes out. Okay. Well, you have till tonight. So if you're not listening to this before ten p.m., this news means nothing to you. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, this is the first of three special events this month to promote Mega Evolution. If two million people complete, I believe, Mega Raids, we get Mega yes. Pidgeot to come to the game. So yay, Pidgeot. Yay. What an interesting... I like that they're going... They're definitely doing all of the Megas in Dex order. That's the way it appears. It seems like it, I think. I mean, no, because Houndoom's coming soon, I think. Oh, is Houndoom coming? Okay, never Houndoom, mind. Yeah, oh, they're sorry. adding Houndoom soon. Uh, let's see. There's a special box that lets you get three remote raid passes for a coin, and you can purchase oh. that all month. Uh, you can't purchase it if you have three in your inventory, though. I don't. If you have two. <laughs> if you have two, you can buy it. <laughs> okay, so later this month, there's the Mega Battle Challenge, September 11th through the 17th, and if you complete two or er, 275 million battles, you will unlock Mega Houndoom. There's a Mega Energy and Field Tasks for Canto Starters and Beedrill, and also a CP boost when using Mega Beedrill. There'll be increased spawn spawns for various bug Pokemon and new shadow Pokemon. I like the bugs. Yes, you do. <laughs> Ooh, oh, a timed research that will reward player with a shiny Ladyba. Okay. Is shiny Ladyba good? I don't know. Probably not. No, I'm looking this like up. Keep going. I'm going to find out. It's like yellow or green. To the Mega Buddy Challenge, September 22nd through 28th. Oh, and there's also a timed research to unlock Mega Gengar during the Halloween event. Mega Evolution will last 12 hours. I'm... Not sure the mechanics on that exactly. It's but, usually uh, four. Uh oh oh, what do you make of all actually lasts for a while? I oh, yeah, lasts yeah, for lasts four times as long. That's cool. okay. Large Pokemon will spawn spawn during this event, like Lola Executor, Snorlax, Furret for some reason, Wobbuffet, etc. You've seen the plushes. Furret's yeah, actually pretty big. Plushes. It's like yeah, Furret's long. It's just long. We've and, seen. Mm. We have the life size uh, plushes. Plushes. Yeah. We know. And then the shiny Doduo will also be available during that event. Uh, shiny Ladybug is awful. It is, report. But I'm gonna okay. go it's I'm like it's like it's like orange instead of red. That's yeah, all. Fine. Oh, I thought it was yellow. I'm go for it. It's a bug. It's a shiny. Okay, take that's it. fair. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, I I don't really want to talk about any of this other Pokemon Go news because we already boring. went over. This um, yeah, we ran out. I I'm even gonna say like the rest of it's not worth talking about. <laughs> it's Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's Pokemon Go. Flying Cup event at some point in the future, and then and there'll be a spooky cup. The go battle a season cup next thing season. four has been announced. Yeah, so there you go. So <laughs> I want to finish quickly with uh, some Puckle news. 
Um, so we're doing two things right now. Um, we typically have been doing on the Discord. If you're not on the Discord, you should join it, by the way. Um, on the Discord for July and August, we've been doing week, uh, like week long, like giveaways and like we'll put on Twitter, like, hey, come over to the Discord and vote on like your favorite Pokemon that you want, uh, to see us give away. And we usually initiate these in various different ways. This month is a little bit different than typical. Um, we are trying to hit a $950 stretch goal on Patreon to unlock it for this month. Um, we don't know which week it is because we don't know if, when, or if we'll hit that. But if you want to help push us over the edge, we really appreciate it. There's also, we're also giving away, um, Zarud and Celebi at the 10 and $5 tiers, like Zarud and shiny Celebi, I should say at the five and $10 tiers. So if you're interested, feel free to uh, jump on and do that and try to push us over 950 so that we can start giving away some Pokemans. Everybody, you don't have to be a patron to grab those, by the way. I want to make that clear because I know that question's coming. Do I have to be a patron to get the week of giveaways? No, you don't. Um, but the patrons are the ones who unlock it, so you should thank them and kiss their feet. <laughs> and don't farm the giveaways, you know? Like, you don't farm them. for everyone. No. Yep. Um, and then for $1,000, we're doing another stretch goal. Actually, the three of us are involved in planning the uh, uh, Puckle Fall League to follow up our summer league. This is the first time thing. We're going to be doing a uh, double style gym tournament like we did last time. And we're going to do all new badges for them and everything. And we want to make them pins, but we need to hit a thousand dollars on Patreon to be able to make that in November. If you are a $15 patron or higher, you'll get a free set of badges. Yeah. However, if not, you can, uh, you can still buy them on Etsy for 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which our Etsy stores closed, by the way, don't try to buy badges. Uh, it's over. You missed out on your summer league badges. They'll be back next year, probably. Maybe. If we had this year, we'll get the new ones, and then it'll reopen for these ones. Yes. But. Yeah, the, well, I don't even know if I'm going to put, I don't know if I'm going to put the Summer League up when we reopen Etsy. I haven't decided yet. I, I was talking about the Fall League ones. I wasn't talking about the Summer League ones, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll reopen Etsy in the in November for Fall League badges. Absolutely. Um, on that note, though, I believe that is it for the news. We're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Today, Shamu and Sigma are going to be operating together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions provided to us by our listeners on our Discord server. You guys can submit them over there on the Trivia Submissions channel. Liger went ahead and compiled them for us, so thank him. I appreciate him. And we're going to go ahead and ask them. Uh, There's five of them. They have a possible total of eight points today. Don't ask how. Things are getting complicated, but Thatch can keep track. They are in a race with their fellow co-host to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. And if you submit questions, you get entered into a raffle for a $20 credit to AnimeGravy.com if you are in the United States. All right. Without further ado, though, let's break into it and see if Sigma and Shamu can answer our questions. So, do you guys want easy or hard for question number one? Uh, hard. Hard, yeah. Hard? Okay. This is from Bowling from Bear. I didn't read this one, but the other one's easy, so I assume this one's hard. What is the first town in the mainline series of games not to be connected to another location by root or cave, yet not be an island? Hmm. So, first main town that's essentially not connected to any other area. First town in a main line series of games to not be connected by another location, route, or cave. 
and yet not be an island. So now we're out, no cave. Wouldn't that be through Topolis? Wouldn't that fit the bill? Because it's not connected to a route, exactly. I don't know, do we count underwater as a cave? It's Uto- I guess Sutopolis is an island. Would you consider Sutopolis an island? Yes. I'll be the judge and say yes, because that's not the answer I was given. I, I feel like it might be the train city in uh, oh, black and white. Yeah, oh, I don't know what that thing's called, though. Because it's not an island, and it's not connected to anything else. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember either, but it's the train city. God, it has a name. <laughs> it does have a name. I'm trying to think of anything else that might be before. Gen 1 has nothing. I will accept the train city in black and white as an answer, if it makes you feel better. I, I don't remember its name. The train town in black and white is correct. The name is Anvil Town. Right. It is only accessible via the battle subway. You can't even fly to it. Oh, okay. The note that I was given by Liger on this is that it's a great town that they did nothing with. The story of Kalos in a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not wrong. You guys are one for one. You still have your hint as a lifeline. Our next question is from Skullmane Banky, and he wants to know, what is the only pseudo-legendary Pokemon not used by an Elite Four or Champion in battle? Would that be Como? Well, I feel like it's Como. Yeah, because Dragapult Leon uses, Dragonite Lance, Tyranitar- Who has Tyranitar? So Tyranitar is used in rematches, I believe, which is the weird thing. In, I believe, Fire Red Leaf Green, round two, Blue uses one or something. The Metagross is Steven. Uh, Metagross is obvious. Salamence is obvious. Garchomp is obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I think Gudra is used by Diantha, so I think we're good. Someone, I think someone has Hydreigon, to be honest. Because I don't know, I can't think of who has Como-O. Like, I can't think of someone having Como-O unless we're talking about Masters, but that's not, that, I don't think that's fitting yeah. the bill. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Como. No one in its gen uses it, so. Yeah. Como is correct. Dragonite by Lance, Tyranitar used by Blue in the Fire Red Leaf Green rematch. Yeah. Salamance used by Drake, Metagross used by Steven, Caitlyn, and Mulane. Garchomp used by Cynthia, Hydreigon used by Iris, Gudra used by Diantha, and Dragapult used by Leon. And the note, once again, by Liger is, I'm surprised they didn't give Hollow one in Sumo. Right. Right. Yeah, okay. So the next question is your Pokedex entry question. I'm going to read you a Pokedex entry and you need to tell me who that Pokemon is. If I feel like you are riding the struggle bus, I will give you a second Dex entry. If you get it correct without me giving you the hint, you get two points. If you get it correct after I give you the hint, that is one point. So if you guys are ready, I am ready to give you the question. I'm not ready for this, but let's go. This one is from... Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys are on Discord. You're going to get this right. This one is from Skookum. Oh, hi, Mark. And... Oh, hi. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, doggy. It's Ultra Sun Pokedex entry states, It travels by digging through the ground. Diglett and this Pokemon share one another's tunnels happily. Who's that Pokemon? Uh Uh-oh. Is it... Is it Dugtrio? Hmm. <laughs> it can't be Doug Trio. <laughs> it's not Doug Trio. <laughs> I, I think it is. I think it is a Lolan Doug Trio. <laughs> he isn't giving us. <laughs> the next Dex entry says it's Crystal Pokedex entry states it hides deep inside caves where no light ever reaches it and it remains virtually motionless there. Oh, it's Dunsparce. 
Oh, it's Dunsparce. Dunsparce is your final answer? It's Dun, yeah. <laughs> Dunsparce is correct. You guys only got one point for that, so you're three for three. I'm fine with that. Fine. <laughs> All right, our next question has multiple answers for up to two points today. It is going to be from Sleeve McDykel. There are five answers. I'm going to need four for two points, two for one point, and three. If you get all five, you get bragging rights. What are the five moves that have a perfect critical hit chance without added effects from abilities or multipliers? Oh, so guarantee crit? So wicked blow surging strikes? Those are two. That's Frost two. Frostbuster another one. And that's is it three. Storm throw? Storm throw. Storm throw yeah, is four. Storm throw. Yes. And there's another one that guarantees a crit. It doesn't matter. We got it. Is zippy zap? You're not going to get it. Oh no! I would have never gotten that. No. So yes, that is correct. You guys got two points. You guys are officially five for four. Uh, And you haven't used the hint yet today. Rar. So good for you. Um. So our next. We're going for that twacky blush. We're going for it. (laughs) Our next question is your base stat question, as always. This is from Stin two four six. What fully evolved starter Pokemon has the highest base stat total? Fully evolved, highest BST. Yes, we're going to ignore, um, we're also going to ignore Megas in this. Alright. So, we're, we're not counting Silvalli as a fully evolved starter. No, it's a Silvalli. Grass Pledge, right? But it learns Grass Pledge, that's... No, you're done. <laughs> it's a Grass Starter. <laughs> you're <laughs> done. We're also, I assume, <laughs> not counting Naganadel. You are done. <laughs> Is it Melmetal? Are we counting Melmetal? Oh my gosh, it no, is a traditional starter. Not a starter. Is a tradi- I'm trying to help you. Okay? <laughs> you can get seven points today if you get this answer correct without the hint. <laughs> uh, so what Pokemon... I don't know starters that well, based that wise. Because uh-huh. it's probably a garbage starter, too. Yeah. That said, it's not Charizard because it would be a tie because it's tie- tied with Typhlosion. Okay, hmm. So, what fully evolved starter is... We might need to use the hint. Yeah, I'm just trying to... I don't know this... I can't think of the base stats of them all. It is a Gen 3 starter. Oh! that That's your hint. Doesn't help. <laughs> You're going for six today. <laughs> I think we're gonna end up with five. <laughs> yeah. One and three chances. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna... I think we're ending with five here, because, like, they all are, like, tied to me. Like, I don't know if... Like... Right. <laughs> I... like it might be Sceptile, because it has three... Well, no. It might be it might be Swampert. Swampert has like no. I think no. I think it's Blaziken. Blaziken also has like a one twenty and a one ten. Yeah, but it's only got two good stats. Its speed is still garbage. Its speed is like its speed's like seventy, and its speed its defenses are crippled, and its HP is. eh. Its defenses are like eighty. Are they? Are they more than its speed? That's even sad. I'm gonna need an answer, (laughs) guys. I'm gonna need an answer. I I don't. I'll let you. I'll let you. I. I. I think it's Swampert because it's got good defenses and good offenses and good HP. (laughs) We'll say Swampert. The answer is Swampert. Swampert has a base 535. In second place, it is a four-way tie between Charizard, Typhlosion, Infernape, and Delphox. I feel like we used similar stat total to all the fire types. Yes. At least Cinderace isn't that high. Yes. So that is uh, that is correct. It is Swampert, though. So you guys got six points today. That does change up our leaderboard. Shamu, you, you are not in last place, if it makes you feel better. Oh, that's fine. See, the, I, I see the tally board reset at some point. Uh, it reset a while ago, but like we, like we have a nice mixture here. In first place, we have Sigma with 19 points. In second place, we have Claude 9 with 15. In third place, we have P. Mickey with 14. 
In fourth place, we have Linian with 13. In fifth place, we have one, two, three, four-way tie between Whimsicott, Seth Bilo, Jushiro, and Dr. Shamu, all with six points. In ninth place, we have Sublime with five. In tenth place, we have Basket with five as well. Oh, I guess ninth is a tie. So there we go. That is it for this week. If you want to tune in next week for more Poke Quiz, I guess do that. Uh, until then, we're going to kick things on over to the topic. We've got another iTunes review this week from NYJets42. Just started listening to this, but I'm already in love with this podcast. Love it each and every one of the segments, and I'm learning a lot about something I thought I already knew a lot about already. Wanted to get back into the competitive scene. This is also really helpful. Keep going and being awesome. Well, thank you for that. If you would like to leave us a review wherever you listen to the podcast, we would really appreciate it. It helps more people find the show. It helps us just grow and become a better community. But we're going to kick things on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is all the rage of Twitter. Are shinies too common these days? I think it depends on really what game you're in. It kind of almost mirrors our conversation we were having earlier about Pokemon Go players having like kind of a trouble like switching in to like the rest of the Mm -hmm. Pokemon community. Because we have had some Go players like make the jump. Like Joe Merrick on Twitter specifically said he thinks that it's a problem because Go players like get stupid entitled about shinies, by the way. Mm Mm-hmm. I hate reading Reddit after a community day or after, like, some event with a shiny. Because they'll be like, I caught blah, 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 number of Pokemon and not even a shiny. I think that is a dumb mentality. If you go out for community day, I think it's okay to assume that you're going to get a shiny. But the shiny rates are, like, stupid high for that. I swear they're, like, yes. 1 in 10. That, that's the only time I'm okay with it. Well, somebody was, like, complaining about GoFest or something like that, I saw. Where they're like, I, I caught a shiny during GoFest. I caught a shiny Shadow Beldum. That was kind of cool. Ooh. Yeah. I purified it because I wanted a regular Metagross that was shiny. <laughs> it's bad, but it's mine. I think my wife's is also bad, so I think we're going to trade and just let it reroll stats. Not a bad plan in Go. I think the entitlement that the Go community has for it is stupid. Some of them will, like, report the game if they don't get one sometimes. Like, Pokemon Go players in general, though, I think... this. I'm not talking about all Pokemon Go players, by the way. When I say Pokemon Go players and it sounds mean and you play Pokemon Go and you're going to be like, Thatch hates me. No, I don't probably hate you. I hate the kind of person (laughs) who goes on Silk Road posting that like they pretended to have an issue in Pokemon Go and sent support a message and support like gave them free stuff in return. Like that's the kind of stuff I hate. I think there's an abuse of the reporting system. I think the mentality there is unhealthy. And I think some of the people who have made the jump have realized it's bad. Uh, This all really started, like, I think it kind of really comes not just from Pokemon Go, though, but from these, like, past two months where we've had, like, that weekend-long event where it's just like, hey, there increased spawns, and, like, there was a shiny Waylord, and we had, like, a shiny Magikarp event, and there what else did we have? There was one other thing that got really common. Pikachu? Uh, It was Pikachu. It wasn't exciting. Yeah, here's Pikachu or whatever. I I thought that was um, very cute. It is what it is. Like, I'm okay with them doing events for it. I think mm-hmm. the issue that happened was the manipulation of raids as yeah. a whole. Like, that that killed Shinies for me, this gen. That's what like, did. Really? It's, it's honestly what did kill Shinies, I think, in the long run. Yeah, Go mm. was on its way. Honestly, in-game, like, with how they are, like, anyone... Like, yeah, cool, anyone can get it, but it's like, oh, it's also just not even... It, it It's kind of insane how easy it is to do it. Yeah. It's so easy, I'm not interested in using that method. It's like, yeah. mm, I RNG bred last generation. Uh, this this seems easier, and no. <laughs> I'm good. Like, I would think that 
they're overwhelming. It's just that the raids made them that way because, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, the, the Waylord, the Magikarp, the Pikachu, those are all fine. I, I think that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, those are the fine ones. I'm talking about, like, raid RNG, where it's yeah. like, oh yeah, I can, I can calculate how many raids I need to get a shiny Pokemon to appear, and then all my friends can continue to catch it. And that made Chinese very easy to get, easy, accessible this generation. Yeah. Maybe too much so, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think shiny Pokemon one. I think they're losing their value, like very much so, like a lot. Because okay a lot of time has passed, and people now more people are hunting them. And this is saying too, like the audience yeah. that is going after shinies is growing, and it's not like people are getting four hundred of the same shiny for a re- like they're mm-hmm. trying to get. Diff- they're like once you get a shiny, you're generally done, unless you get a, yeah. another one by random or something, or the reason mm-hmm. to get another one. I think it's really diluted, right? Because I mean, if we go through the history of shiny Pokemon in in game, not Pokemon Go or anything. But, like, it went from, like, a solid, like, 1 in 8,000 chance. Mm-hmm. They've added ways to improve it. Like, in Gen 4, like, that's... I think that was the first time we got, like, Pokey Radar. Yeah. Yeah. You could control it a little bit. And one, like I said at the beginning of the show, I really like these skill-based things. I would say Pokey Radar is, like, one of the hardest to learn. Oh, it definitely is. But I thought... I think having skill-based ways to, like, improve your shiny odds are the best shiny hunting methods. Somebody will disagree with me, and that's fine. But I, I think they are the best shiny hunting methods. Gen 5, I don't think Gen 5 did anything really cool, actually. They gave you the shiny charm. Shiny charm came in Gen 5. I very much do like the uh, a challenge behind it. Because it's like, yeah. hey, you have to actually know how to do this to get to it. At least Dexnav mm-hmm. 2, you had to be able to chain to a degree. I thought Dexnav was the best middle ground for it. It was easy, but it wasn't too hard. It wasn't too easy, you know? Like, it yeah. was accessible enough. That was where it was like, here's some minimal difficulty, but it's still, you can still like mess up because you had to sneak up on the Pokemon, right? In the grass. It was to the point where it was like, it's easy, but it's kind of stressful because like, what if you touch that circle pad a little too much? I still 100% believe Dexnav is the epitome of shiny hunting. <laughs> I will always believe that because like SOS hunting sucked. It's still better than whatever Sword and Shield gave us. It was a boring process. But also Gen 6 is the one where Gen 6 gave us Pokey Radar back, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It also gave us Chain Fishing, which was the easiest way to ever shiny hunt. Isn't that when they doubled the odds too? Yeah, they also doubled the odds. They just made them easier and easier. It's kind of like how they were making breeding easier and easier over the generations. And like now we're almost mm-hmm. at the epitome of easiest thing ever. Breeding's almost not necessary. Yeah. <laughs> which is fine. I don't think breeding should be the gatekeeper of what who can play. No, no, no. I I don't think it should be. I yeah. like breeding in general. I, I think like egg moves should stay and stuff like that. And I think the way they do it with osmosis is great. So it's like, oh, I only need to breed this egg move once. Mm-hmm. I love that a lot. And like, I don't want to see breeding go. I don't know. Like, it's more of like a nostalgic thing. Like, at least leave it there as like a relic, like a vestige of older times. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice way to get moves onto a Pokemon that yes. you don't want to be there for like a playthrough. That's and as from a collector's point of view, I don't know. Like, I feel better about having bred Pokemon than just like having the ability to breed Pokemon than having to go catch them out in the wild. Right? Mm-hmm. You do that really tough capture that's like a one percent capture or something. Like, I don't have to go find a second Ice Q. I want to just breed my Ice Q. Mm-hmm. Easy way to share with friends who with version exclusives. Back to shinies. I am. I am disappointed that like the only way to do it is for Shamu to go run into five hundred Wooloos, <laughs> and then or he can ride a bike. Mm-hmm. Ride a bike. Maybe get odds. I'm on yes. almost triple odds for that stupid Silicobra. Oh, that, that I don't, sucks. I I don't care about Silicobra that much. I just want to get all the shiny G Maxes because. <laughs> 
I don't think GMAXs are ever coming back, so I might as well get them now. I 100% (laughs) don't expect Dynamax to exist after Sword and Shield. They don't have a category under forms in uh, Pokemon Home. I'm not sure they're ever coming I find back. that really odd, by the way. Right? Like, it's that's like, really good. You have Megas, way. you have Shinies. It's like... That just shows me that, like, Megas are still in, like, a different category. And makes me even more upset. <laughs> Such a weird decision. Yeah. I don't know. What, what do you guys think? Like, do you think Shinies are, are too common? Like... No. Well, in Pokemon Go, maybe. Yes, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I think that's more of how people play Pokemon Go on Community Days than it is how they expect you to play. Because mm-hmm. I love this extended Community Day thing where it's six hours and it's like, yeah, just show up for two hours of searching and you should get a shiny. Yeah. You're fine. It's like, okay, cool. That's that's all I need. Um, I don't care about the moves as much. I don't do the battling, so it's like, mm, whatever. Yeah. But it's nice to get the shiny. And uh, yeah, I think you should, if you put in an hour or two in Community Day, you should be guaranteed. But when you're going all six hours and you're complaining about having 20 C-Dots, uh, maybe yeah. you shouldn't have gone six hours. Yeah, I, I always get really weirded out when people like at the end of Community Day are just like, here's a picture of like the 50 shinies I've caught. Yeah, it's like in the old community days when it was only like three hours, I'd go out and there were a yes. couple where I only got like two shinies right at the end. Like, mm-hmm. like if you're going to invest time into community day, you should get a return and a shiny. I see people who get like the 20 C dots or whatever, right? And it's just like, but why? It's like, you could have stopped. <laughs> you could have stopped. I, I just have like the questions of like, Why? Uh, why do people care about shinies so much? I mean, I get that they're different, and like some of them are cool. Some of them are. Cedon is not, but some of them are cool. <laughs> I think Nuzleaf is a solid shiny. I don't think Shiftry is very interesting. No, though. it is not. Yeah, Nuzleaf though, pretty cool <laughs> with the orange mask. I, I think yeah. it actually just comes down to like a bragging right things for some people, and yeah, like, it's just like it's more of also like a medal of accomplishment in a way. It's like I got this shiny. This this these are rare. I like this. Yeah, but and the, like it's, I, I like shinies too to a degree. It's just like I'm shining, I'm hunting a wulu. It's like mm-hmm. you're doing the one that means something to you. You know, yeah. it's just the fact that with Go has made them very common, and then also the mm-hmm. raid. I think the raid again. I said it earlier. The the manipulation of raids. Oh while yeah. I think being able to do that is to get what you need is fine. But with the whole shiny aspect of it, it just ruins that. It's like mm-hmm. shinies. Just it it don't ruins matter. the value of the shiny. It's like whatever. Okay. It, it, it's I'm like here. everything you can get in Sword and Shield via raid is now just like, oh, those shinies don't matter. It's like the Ultra Wormholes. Those were like, oh, once we got these, it's just like, yeah, oh, right. The value of yeah. these shinies, it became, Pokemon being shiny, are gone. It became somebody getting like a Wonder Trade shiny. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's probably hacked too. Oh, it's a Lady Colo. Eh, that that was a wormhole shiny. Yep. It's probably real. <laughs> Instead of like, I'm okay with the wormholes, even though they ruined the value. It's just like, hey, here's a here's a batch yeah. of Pokemon that are shiny, yeah. like the raids. I'm mm-hmm. okay with getting a like, almost essentially a guaranteed shiny during these like couple day raids. It's like it's like community day in the actual games. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. farm these and get that thing shiny, which is fine. Shinies used to be cool because they used to be so rare, and I just don't think they're that rare anymore. What I could see them doing in the future, maybe yeah. not this gen. But like, there's G Max soup now, where it's like, yeah, you can add a take oh away no, G-Max please from a Pokemon. no, no, yeah, yeah. Like at this point, that's a Neopets bad- paintbrush. Like, so I mean, at this point, why not make it so that the requirements are like you actually play the game? It's like, oh, doing online battles gives you five points towards this or something like that. 
Stuff like that. It's like you play the game, you get rewarded for playing the game instead of running in circles. It's like... So I don't mind Masuda Method. I think the problem with Masuda Method, more or less, has been the last two generations. That's been the best way to do it. Mm, yeah. I think that's it. Because, like, Masuda Method, I don't have a problem with. Like, because I think, what what are the odds that you... Well, on Masuda Method, like, the max... The, like, One in odds. 512 or something with the... I, I think that's perfectly fine to do that. But I think there should be an in-game way that takes some amount of skill so that like because shiny hunters used to be really cool like i would say back in gen 6 when people were shiny hunting on twitch when it was a skill pool thing like, when yeah, it was a skill based thing to, to do poker radar i think that was something that was more entertaining to watch on uh than like people doing sos battles and now watching mm-hmm. people run around in circles on a bike yeah it's like oh you you can run in circles real well good yeah for you. it's like oh you're just repeating the same raid over and over again good good for you uh, it's exciting exciting riveting gameplay here <laughs> it's akin to almost like soft resetting mm-hmm. for legendaries but even then like that's a little bit more exciting than what it is now i really hope the the special raids for the legendaries aren't easily manipulatable mm, like well the current raids Imagine if, like... I'm sure it will happen. (laughs) I mean, they found a way to make the egg RNG, like, actually random this gen. So maybe they can make it so Mm. that the the legendary raids, since they're a special thing, like, you have to go through an entire dungeon to get them, seemingly. So I feel like you're not going to be able... Like, you're going to have to save at the very beginning, and if you, like, turn it off during the middle, it's just going to re... Like, it's... Yeah, I I feel like you're not going to be able to reset for shinies, and I'm not sure that you're going to be able to rng for the shinies either yes yeah I, I think they'll make it much harder if it is it's gonna be a lot more of a time sink if it if you can if the yes. value of a shiny legendary like becomes nothing that that would be very sad yeah <laughs> the value of a legendary because like they're yeah. the last bastion i just think it's gotten to the point where shinies are too common like Maybe, personally but I, like, I think they're just too common because like i don't know i used to feel like special and maybe this is just like an age thing and i'm becoming you know cynical i don't know like it used to be that like hey i worked really hard to get this shiny Mm -hmm. it would have been like it would have been really cool like to pull like a pokemon i got from dex nev and be able to bottle cap it and then you know hidden ability capsule it and everything and like make it competitive Mm -hmm. i I think that would have been a really cool concept um i think I, i would feel more from that than i do now where you know, it's just like, oh, this Discord just has shiny raids all the time. I I don't care about Chinese that I don't breed at this point. Yeah, there. I agree with you. Or that are events. I'll, if I don't find I'll, I'll them use event myself or breed them by act, like I don't care. I don't care. It's, yeah, it's like I'll I'll just use a regular one. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what it became. This I, I agree, and like it, it's such a shame too because I think a lot of the cooler shinies came out in the last two gens. It, it felt like they went more directed at yes. what the shiny is going to look like I, because they actually cared about what the shiny is going to look like as opposed to just being like oh it's a shiny um we swapped color palettes i think that's a really cool concept also if they've been redoing all of the 3d models anyway by the they should have redone shinies for the old pokemon i'm just throwing that out there another thing i wouldn't be surprised of is if we get a new type of shiny, like a new palette mm, shiny at some point. That'd be cool. That, I'd be okay with that, to be honest, because like the whole square shiny thing was like it really was. That was wide. a mess. I, I don't care about those at all. It's like good for the collectors. What is the difference? I don't even know the difference. Who cares? When they come out in a different pattern. Uh, wow. I believe events are like a square confetti pattern. Yeah, it's, like, it's like the little like the little stars or glitter, or whatever. Like there's normal which is stars, then there's like square shiny which is squares. 
Wow. That's the that's the actual aesthetic difference. What so the exciting. Is when they come out or when they yeah, riveting. Sparkle. I I wouldn't be surprised if we get new variants of shinies going forward. That's more likely, I think. I think like the marks are kind of that step in that direction. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've never seen one in the wild myself. I like, but I yeah. like Pokemon with titles. That's, that's I cool. think those are really cool. Uh, I'm a fan of that. I wish there was ways to get it on Pokemon you breed. Uh, mm, but yeah, that's true. I wish there were a way for Pokemon to earn titles. I mean, there's ribbons, but the ribbons in the game are kind of meh. Yeah, they're pretty bad. <laughs> you have yeah. to go to old gens to get. Yeah, they like go to cool the old names. gens to get the cool ones, which is fine too because it gives you a reason to play the old games to like bring Pokemon yep. up, which I'm all on board for. By the way, like choo choo, I'm there. I wish there was a way to earn marks or something. Okay, so like as bad as this sounds, it'd be really cool if they kind of mimicked Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. You can become like the Bell Sprout Master by beating a Bell Sprout with a Bell Sprout. But like instead of you earning the title, like the Pokemon earns the title. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, like make that a mark. You can call it like the veteran because it went through a hundred battles at Battle Tower or whatever the equivalent is. Something like that. Like I think that would be cool. Like you got you got the title because you went through a battle facility with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's how you should do all of them, but like I think that's a start. They already have battle facility ribbons. Are, are you ready yeah. for Battle Frontier? Is that what I'm understanding? That's what I'm hearing. Kind of. I think what we're getting kind of right now with the DLC is kind of a good middle ground because we have Battle Tower, which is garbage. <laughs> and But then we got Restricted Sparring, which is essentially the equivalent of a battle facility in Battle Frontier. It's kind of fun. I like it. I like it. I think it's a fun, I think it's a fun little thing. I don't think Crown Tundra says they have anything like that planned. They have the stupid bat- double battles. Oh, yeah, they have that. So, like, that's another facility. DLC Pack 2 can happen. Maybe, maybe. Nintendo employee that listens to this podcast, we can go ahead and get uh, like two more battle facilities. Then we have five battle facilities, which is the equivalent of the Battle Frontier in Gen 4 and Gen uh, in Gen 4, which I, yeah. I'm okay with. I think that was a better sized one anyway, but you know. No, having no battle facility, like nothing's going to beat the Emerald Battle Frontier. I think you could have cut two of those facilities and been fine. Yes, uh, Especially absolutely. the Battle Palace. Down with the Battle Palace. No one liked that. No one liked having no control over your Pokemon. Yes. Bad. <laughs> Battle Frontier was an interesting concept. Battle Factory, though. Battle Factory was good enough that it was the only facility in both. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that should be a staple. <laughs> Battle Factory should be in every game all of the time. It's a decent introduction to competitive. Because it just yeah. gives you, like, half-decent sets. Yes. And it's like, hey. I'm so disappointed in how they ruined it on Ultra Sun and Moon. Yes. Yeah, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon tried, and they failed. They tried. It, they failed it did not so work. bad. It's like, what if you did better, you got higher-leveled Pokemon, but you randomly find them in your square? So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's a luck thing based on if you could find a high-leveled Pokemon in your square. But no, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it tried so hard, but failed. Honestly, if they would just copy and paste all of the facilities from, like, Gen 4... Every single time, I think I'd be okay. They they were solid facilities in Gen 4. Yes. That is what I would like to see. Like, if they were, if we're going to do Battle Frontier with shiny Pokemon in them, I would really like to see that. I don't know. Like, the future, I, I can see them doing some cool things like that, though, where they where they might do, like, another type of shiny. And maybe not a shiny, per se, but, like, something that's rare. And I think marks are, like I said, a good direction for that. Because, it, one, they are rare. The only problem with marks is... Unlike shinies, there's no way to really manipulate it outside of like old no. Pokemon. Well, even then, it's just getting the ribbons for the old Pokemon. Yeah. Getting actual marks is a challenge. Getting the ribbons, though, I think is okay. I, I like that because it gives players like us who have been playing forever, like, hey, here's my old Pokemon that has this. And I think that's a really cool thing to have. Like, that's a really cool badge of honor. Yeah. And to be like, oh, I have this Pokemon from back then. Stuff like that. 
Like I have an Azumarill from Oraz that mm-hmm. went through all the contests. So it has the like contest star ribbon. So that's cool. Yeah, this is a good place to end it. I think we all said our piece and that shinies are uh, too common, kind of. But I think our issue is a bit more with the obtaining of them in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a good place to stop. We're going to take a short break here, guys, and we're going to come back, back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip-flop. <laughs> episode and welcome to our pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 715 noivern the Soundwave pokemon although it has a violent disposition if you give a nice ripe fruit that it loves noivern will suddenly become tame that's from ultra sun ultra sun uh noivern is a dragon flying type pokemon or i should say flying dragon type pokemon <laughs> Because primary types are a thing for no reason. I mean, he's fast. Base 123. uh, Just not as fast as another dragon boy. Dragapult. But he's gone for the next two months. So Neuvern's coming out to play. (laughs) I want to say one little thing. It's German name. It's like Jank. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? It, It's mixed between UHF, Ultra High Frequency, and Fafnir. But it's it's capital U, capital H, A, capital F, and IR. Oh, this is... I don't like it. I don't like it's it. Jank. Wow. Uh, they took liberties there. They did. Yeah. Guys, let's make a name for it. Okay, but we did not make a good one. <laughs> you hate your veneer. <laughs> All right. But yeah, Neuvern, Neuvern's cool. Uh, this week we have a BSS team with it. It is a Neuver at the Life Orb. Infiltrator is the ability because forget subs. Uh, 108 HP, 252 special attack, 148 speed. I assume the 148 speed is just fast enough for it to outrun anything it cares about. I assume it's like base 100s or yeah. something. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's probably going to go big, probably k- clicks the airstream, it gets a plus speed, and who cares? Exactly. And so who cares? And it's got a Draco, Meteor, Hurricane, Flamethrower, and Super Fang. I love Super Fang on this, by the way. I love that tech. Super Fang is good. I love it. I love that tech. Whatever it can't kill, it just it takes it to half. Yes. Just hit anything. Primarina is also on this team uh, with an assault vest because the life orb is in the hands of the Noivern. Torrent. This is like standard BSS like spread for Primarina, and I don't know what it does. Uh, no clue. It speed creeps the speed creep. Yes. Uh, I don't know what else it's doing. 172 HP, 124 defense, 188 special attack, 4 special defense, 20 speed. Modest Sparkling Aria, Moonblast, Energy Ball, and Aqua Jet, because it's Primarina, and it's doing Primarina things. But I'm going to let you guys go into, like, the actual cool stuff on this team. I'm sorry. Like, this is Neuvern, the team, and then it's just like, nah, we got cooler stuff. So I I, I don't know who wants the next two, but they I'll can I'll have them. I'll take the next two. Okay, I'll take okay. generic, generic. Urshifu G-Max with Choice Band. This is Dark Urshifu, by the way. Yeah, Dark, dark Urshifu with... Max HP, max attack, 4 HP, Jolly Nature with Sucker Punch, Wicked Blow, Close Combat, U-Turn. Yeah. I want, oh, uh, so, that's so tech, it's so spicy, like. I've never seen an Urshifu with those moves before. Never in my life. I don't know, U-Turn's a flex slot. You, U-Turn's a flex slot, yes. <laughs> you're, you're always going with the other three, but U-Turn's a flex slot. <laughs> you, maybe you'll put Iron Head or Rock Slide there, who knows? Ooh, Aerial ooh. Ace, maybe you're a G-Max. Ooh, Aerial Ace for G-Max, yeah. But down to this pile of spice. We've got <laughs> Galarian Darmanitan with a choice scarf. Who would have thought? Uh, Gorilla Tactics. Max HP, 
max speed, four HP jolly. Like that's that's this is this is new. This is a new meta with flare blitz, earthquake, icicle crash, and U turn. Okay, you tried to say the new meta thing as it, as if it was ironic, but it only came back because everything's gone. I'm aware, but it's like we've never, <laughs> we've never seen this set. This is spicy tech. Like it's never run, it's never run these moves. I before. mean, it's it's just tried and true. Like it's all you need. If you're a dark manitan. I, I do like the thing about this meta is that like you can bring stuff back that was relevant like in base swish that got rid of an Isle of Armor. Dracovish. Uh we don't need Dracovish. But yeah, I mean I'm okay with like losing Rillaboom, okay? Like new and Cinderace got annoying. Like, I'm okay with losing Cinderace one thousand percent. It's like Cinderace can sit in a corner till we get Landris to come in on it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Next up, we got Dracozalt, which is the new number one Pokemon in the format because really? it's number eleven. Yeah, uh, it, it was eleven last yeah. season, and, <laughs> and, and now the things that it didn't like are gone. So, <laughs> anyways, it's got an expert belt with Hustle, Max Attack, Max Speed, because you know, number one Pokemon in the format, you're gonna end up with Speed types. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> let's just go as fast as we can go. Often's gonna go big because Hustle going big is the thing you just do. Yeah, I believe that. You got Bolt Beak because that's your signature move. It does massive damage. Aerial Ace because Max Airstream is stupid. And also, it can't miss. So when, you, when you're when you hustling, you're doing lots of damage. Yes. Outrage for the Mirror. And then we got Flamethrower. And I'm assuming the Flamethrower is there because sometimes Ferrothorn shows up. It clicks Iron Defense. And uh, yeah. Yeah. And it gets hard to break. And you want to KO it. Yeah. Flamethrower gets behind that. I like that as the tech. I'm not. I'm not mad about it's that. It's a cute. I like that as I'm the okay. tech because, like, between between the other three, you're probably hitting okay for neutral. Yeah, I mean that's your flex slot. It's like that. Yeah. And low kick. So sure, let's go flamethrower. Mm-hmm. And last up, we got Diggersby with the focus sash and huge power because if you're running Diggersby, you're running huge power. Max attack, max speed, jolly nature. We got quick attack, earthquake, flail because we have the focus sash, so it's a combo and. Dunk Shot, which I don't know what it hits in this meta, besides Primarina. Azumarill. Azumarill? Oh, Azumarill is a good one to hit, too. Yeah. yeah. So Azumarill, well, yeah, because you'll survive with the Focus Sash, mm-hmm. and then you'll uh, I think it's probably also, it might be for Primarina, too. Oh, yeah. Primarina helps, too, yeah. So yes. There's a couple fairies still around that didn't get killed, so. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Diggersby. Clefable. It's there for Clefable. If you like this team, you could probably watch P. McGee and Claude take on some teams with it over on YouTube at youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. Um, if not, you can use this team. It'll be posted uh, as well on the Discord. So on that note, uh, this is a good place to kick it on over, though, to everybody's favorite segment of the show, the mailbag. And welcome to The Mailbag. The Mailbag is the part of the show where you send in emails to us here at the Puckle Podcast and at pucklepodcast.gmail.com, and we will probably read it on the show. And we'll take a look, especially if you have paragraphs. I'm just saying that paragraphs are very nice. Bullet points work, too. Bullet points work. Bullet too. points aren't bad, Punctuation either. Punctuation uh, I, I, That is true. Just, like, segmented, like, so that there's breaks so that we can, like, interject and then continue reading. <laughs> <laughs> i really like having those so i appreciate everybody who sent us in emails 
If you have a good email that sparks good discussion, we will give you the Green Tauros badges. This segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. 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 Because Shamu's not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> You've learned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last week, we gave you the prompt of what? Uh, what is it? What do you think about Mega Evolutions? Sure. I don't know. Uh, in Go or just in general? One of those two things. So let's go ahead and jump into it. The first one is going to be from Mega Flygon, and I believe Shamu has this one. Yes, I do. Why, hello there, Dum Dum Satch and Splendiferous co-host. I'm surprised you predicted that. Like, that's, that's insane. Uh, Mega Flygon back once again for another mailbag question. Before I start, I would like to ask you a question. Which old mechanic besides Mega Evolution would you like to see come back? I would personally like the Pokenav to come back. It was such a cool feature that I had so much fun with it hasn't been even mentioned since Oras. I was literally going to say Dexnav, and then he read my mind, so I'm okay with it. I was thinking Mega Evolution, but not, not, I don't know. No, he said other than Mega Evolution. He said other than Mega. That was a joke. Not Z-Moves. <laughs> Nobody would say Z-Moves. Let's get that, let's get no. it straight. Nobody would say Z-Moves. Yeah. Like, if you want Z-Moves, you'd rather have Dynamax anyway. I think Z-Moves, Z-Moves and Dynamax are cool mechanics that you can dispose of between generations. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what mechanic I'd want. Well, I don't know if it's a mechanic, but just something to come back. The seal cases. I want those seal cases from Diamond and Pearl back. That's true. We were talking about that. I want them so badly. I would pay a premium. Ooh, you know what I want? I want the poses from Sun and Moon. Oh, those were cool. I want the aesthetics back. We had so many cool little aesthetics here and there, and we just lost them. Yeah, it's sad that we dropped the little things. I think taking away any kind of customization is stupid. Mm -hmm. We've had three generations now of trainer customization, and I think one of the things that really sucks is they take away the old clothes and force us to only use the new clothes. Yeah. I would love to be able to grab some of the old clothes again. Alola literally has my actual closet in the game, you know, so... I was going to say, Alola's clothing options were probably the most depressing for me. Yes, I believe that. Yeah. I think some of them from X and Y were good, though, as well. I thought X and Y had a a solid selection. I think the ones this gen are better. I do think Gen 8s are good. Don't get me wrong. I I think they're good. Very good overall selection. Yes. Yeah. But I would like to still have, like, the options from the previous games. They exist, you know. Mm-hmm. I like the Lurantis and the Komoa outfits, too. Those were good. Yeah, that's true. Continue, though, Shamu. Yeah. Now, on to the mailbag. I love Mega Evolution. I love how it gave some old, weak Pokemon like Mawile, and in my opinion, personally, Beedrill. Yeah, both those are true. It definitely had its flaws. It gave those weak Pokemon a boost, such as the pseudo-legends getting Megas, and the legend that got them, too. But all in all, I think it was a great mechanic that I had a lot of fun with. Sadly, I don't think it's coming back because that would mean getting rid of Dynamax, which, like... What? That's not true. They're not mutually exclusive whatsoever. No, they're... I don't know if they'll come back in Sword and Shield. Yeah. Because of Dynamax. That's where I feel awkward. It's like, it might be the next game. Yeah. Yeah. Where they just drop Dynamax and just have Megas or something like that. I don't think Dynamax would be the reason that they don't come back. I think the reason they don't come back is because models... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's another 40-something models. Yeah, I think that's more of the issue than Dynamax because they can play around with these mechanics any way they want. They can make it indiscriminately. Prime example I, I, I give for this is that Mega Rayquaza doesn't have to use a Mega Stone, right? Mm-hmm. So it can have a held item, and you can give it in Sun and Moon. You can give it a Z-Crystal. However, if it Mega Evolves, it cannot use that Z-Crystal. No, no, it replaces the Mega Evolution button with the Z-Crystal button, and it never comes back. Yeah, it, it can't do both. It can only use one or the other. And I think it would be similar with Dynamax. Like, oh, you can Mega Evolve, but you can't Dynamax. Mm-hmm. But anyway, song for the long email. Catch you on the flip-flop. Mega Flagon. I, I will say that was, it it wasn't, wasn't a long, long email. email. 
I, yeah, but like back to that point, I think it'd be interesting. Just like like maybe if you do reinstitute Mega Evolution in the Dynamax world, if you're holding the Mega Stone, you just can't Dynamax, and then it becomes that's like a real trade off. I think at that point, mm-hmm. that's a real trade off. Being like, I'm gonna sacrifice my flexibility to Dynamax. Like that's what they have in NetDex OEU, I think, on Showdown. I think that's what they do. If I remember right? Yeah, they just like you get like one or the other. That's how I would handle it. Have the Mega Energy interact poorly with the Dynamax yeah. Energy, so you can't do it. Very easy. Very easy. That that seems reasonable. No problem. Can be handled. I think anybody that says it's just going to conflict is wrong. Uh, but thank you for that email, Mega Flygon. All right. Our next email this week is going to be from the Bionic Why Not. Greetings, Cool Trainer Thatch and co-hosts, whomever you are. I hope this email finds you well today. Well... On Monday, for me, I guess. But anyway, we will be talking about one of my favorite things in the Pokemon franchise. Mega Evolutions. I personally love them. A lot. Too much, maybe. Nah. It took old Pokemon and gave them new life, and either made them usable, more usable, or at the very least, made them look cooler. Sableye, my precious. A lot of my favorites are ones that the consensus of the fanbase simply just normally don't like as much. Sableye, Abomasnow, Charizard Y, Audino, you get it. Charizard Y? What? People really just don't like Charizard number two. Like, that's what I just heard. Technically, it's Charizard number three. I think Charizard X is number two. Oh, okay. Sure, whatever. And Charizard X is just cooler. I, I feel bad for Y. Is the Charizard number between two and four? Oh, sorry, two and five. Sorry. I like Charizard Y better. I like battle-wise Charizard Y. I don't like the big cone head, if I'm going to be honest. Charizard Y was like the original one that they like announced Mega Evolution with. Mm-hmm. And I like that one because I think Charizard Y was easier to be like, oh, I can see how that how we got there, right? Yeah, but yeah, but Charizard X has the blue flames with the black coloration. I think the concept makes more sense with Charizard Y as like the poster child. That's fair. I, I just like the design of X better. It's like all the cool parts of it. It's making Charizard a dragon. The black and blue coloration looks really it is, cool. It does look Charizard. good. Char- I prefer Charizard X. We can agree to disagree. I like Y better than X. It, it won't die from ancient power. It's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, I haven't really liked the new gimmicks of the 7th and 8th generations. Z-moves were there, I guess. Dynamaxing just, in my humble opinion, sucked. Gigantamaxing, though. That was cool. I thought the getting new forms was something that happened to all Pokemon at first, but then I realized, nope, there's some from Gen 1, <laughs> Gen 8, and Garbodor. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I hate that it's just Gen 1, Gen 8, and Garbodor, by the way. Like, I don't know how they mess that up every time. Like, the fan base clearly says every time it's just like, why is it just always this? I will say, making Garb Gigantamax made me actually like the trash Pokemon for once. Like, that was a Pokemon I absolutely, I absolutely hated that line. Yes. Gigantamax made it, like, redeemed it for me completely. Yes. <laughs> it's really weird. I feel like maybe they were going to, and then they realized, oh, well, this mechanic's never staying. <laughs> this might be too broken. I wonder. I, you're probably not wrong. It's amazing that Tyranitar and Lucario were used for marketing, and they didn't get Gigantamaxes. Right. Or Gardevoirs in the game and didn't get a Gigantamax. Like, I don't know how that happens, unless they were really strapped for time and just couldn't design them. Or model them in-game or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyways, let's continue on. We're almost done. 
I've always liked new forms for Pokemon. Except for Mewtwo. It is a synthetic. It shouldn't be allowed to have its own magical rock, let alone two. You're, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's like, oh, it's a Pokemon that was created in the last 25 years or something. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how does it have an ancient magic rock that happened to have been made from a giant a war no they're not ancient magic rocks they're rocks that well i guess it is ancient never mind you're yeah, right never it's mind. either I'm from wrong. primal energy or the three thousand year yep, old the three thousand year old laser mm-hmm. yeah and yet somehow mewtwo has both of them. yep I, I whatever yeah it, it doesn't make sense that's fine <laughs> it's Mewtwo. what if they're like distorted ones from like mew though right like mm, maybe what if it's like a rock that would have worked with mew but it was slightly off so it doesn't you know what i mean I've always wished they explored the Pokken lore more and mm. like what Shadow Mewtwo is to Mega Evolution. Oh, that'd be cool. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right? But anyway, <laughs> in my own region, I have tons of Megas for new and old Pokemon, Pokemon of my design, and even ones of my sister's designs. It coming to Pokemon Go has really changed how I played. Plus, my shiny Beedrill has been kicking butt. I don't have a lot of time to write, so I have to sign off. So for Bionic Why Not, it's closing time. Bye, guys. P.S. I'm still waiting for my buckle stress cows and early inside joke, which we did have like stress flip flops at one. Point. We had flip flops for a little bit for Patreon. I have one sitting around somewhere. I didn't do cows because the cows are kind of expensive. But uh, let's see. I think at this point, I mean, I'm glad he's having fun playing with Mega Beedrill and Pokemon Go. To be fair, Beedrill is like easy to get candy for. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. You get it for the quest and then. Mm hmm. Re mega evolving it is pretty easy too. There so. was a Wheel Community Day recently too, right? Yeah. Uh yes. That's why they're shiny was so common. Yeah. Uh all right. So our final email today is gonna be from Trainer Nova. Trainer Nova here. After hearing your last episode on Mega Evolution, I thought I would keep this email short as I can and simply list an assortment of thoughts I had on the topic. Out of all the battle gimmicks that Game Freak has implemented so far, Mega Evolution is probably at least the most intuitive and marketable one in my opinion. It's straightforward concept to the general public. Pokemon get a super mode compared to Dynamax. It's, uh, well, it's more like Pokemon or Digimon, but we can talk about that another day. Which have a lot of moving parts. It makes sense why it's still marketed in other media so much, as it's easier to implement. I think trying to compare designs for Mega Evolution to Gigantamax forms is like comparing apples to oranges. And I appreciate them both for their own things. I think that Megas try to add something to the Pokemon, while Gigantamax forms just take the core concept of the Pokemon and crank it up to ridiculous levels. Uh, kind of. Kind like, of. Some of them are really meme designs, like uh, Orbeetle. Yeah. Oh, Orbeetle. It is, like, ridiculous. I agree with you. I wouldn't go... It was somewhere in between the Mega Evolution you described and the Dynamax you described. It's, like, a little bit lower, I think. I would like to see Megas make a return because it was a good concept that just had to be refined. Sadly, I see Game Freak already going down the path of new gimmick every gen because what's more climatic saying we're bringing back an old mechanic or check out this new gimmick. However, I can see Mega Evolutions making a comeback in the core games if they revise some aspects. Kept the core concept, then re-released it saying here's the new and improved Mega Evolution. Not sure what they would revise. Maybe they would implement a turn limit or add a feature or something. It would be enough to shake up the game and maybe fix some issues Megas had. I think Megas were fine. I think they were too. Maybe some Pokemon didn't need them that got them. Yes, that is my only yeah. answer. They're just like, hey, you know what's great? We can market Metagross. Yeah, I was going to say, they may have over-specialized Salamence and Metagross to yes. the point where it's disgusting, but you know. Yes, both of those are awful. A wish list for Megas off the top of my head, the obvious Flygon, <laughs> Sinnoh Starters, Roserade, and maybe Haxorus, if it doesn't make it too OP. Unova needs some love too. I think that I think this is also one of the big things. 
Megas did outside of Gigantamax. Like Gigantamax forms really bother me because the only thing you get with the form is like one new move mm-hmm. that does like something slightly different. And the word's different. It's not better. It's not always better. It's just different. And it's just like we're gonna fill a fill an aspect here. Like yeah. oh, this, we haven't had one that burns. Yeah, here you get a guaranteed burn. Mm-hmm. And like it, when you mega evolve, you get like boosted stats. And I think yeah. that's something different. Or an ability. Like you get abilities too, which is always helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Copperaja has two useless abilities when you uh, when you Gigantamax. So, oops, <laughs> oops. Like, oh, now Copperaja Mega evolves into whatever, and it gets mm-hmm. attack that puts Stealth Rocks up for like, like maybe an ability that yeah. makes it. Oh, if you use a Steel type move, you set up Steel type Stealth Rocks. You could like if it's in like a future gen or something, you kind of give it the Komo treatment where they took Komo's Z move and just made it the regular move. Yeah. Mm. And that might happen. You too. could take Copperaja's Gigantamax move and just make it a move. I mean, I think it would be cool to have it where Omega gets a signature move. That would be an interesting way to take it for some things. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like that as much, personally. Mate, yeah, it's not as exciting, but I think it could be cool. You can make it along the Zacian thing. Like, Ironhead turns the Behemoth Bash or Behemoth uh, Slat, whatever. Yeah, things like that. Or uh, Alternate Cosmos, I think. Or was that the one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was another Pokemon that had a form that changed the move or something i don't remember it though that's all for today hope i kept it short thanks for the wonderful podcast and catch you on the flip-flop trainer nova well thank you for that if you want to email us next week email us at pucklepodcast.gmail.com letting us know if you think shinies are too common we really want to hear from you guys and uh i guess green taurus batch this week who'd you like the best uh i'm between uh nova and bionic why not i like nova better okay sure nova it is nova You get the green tourist badge if you come and bug somebody on the Discord about it. All right. On that note, we are going to go ahead and end the show. Uh, I appreciate everybody for listening. But if you want to keep up with Puckle, like I said, you should come to the Discord. Link is in the show notes. We don't have enough Nitro Boost to get the cool Discord.gg slash Puckle podcast. But if you want to do that, we'd appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you so desire to follow us on social media throughout the week. I think Twitter is the most active out of all of those. Sure. So, yeah, definitely. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't been updating it as much as I should. You can also go to YouTube at youtube.com slash podcast to catch up with Claude9 and Mickey. and then one day I will finish that Nuzlocke, probably later this month, and then we can hopefully start the next one. I want to start the next one. I'm excited for Gen 2 Remake. I am not. That one takes so much grinding. <laughs> Only if things die. So much grinding. So much grinding. And so I, I'm very excited to do that. But uh, you can also go to twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast to watch a stream live battles, raid nights, everything. It's it's the bee's knees. Uh, you can support the show monetarily over on Twitch by dropping us a free Twitch Prime subscription. We always really appreciate that. You can always go ahead, though, and uh, go over to a tea Public store, pick up a T-shirt. Uh, everything you buy there, the links in the show notes uh, help support the show. You can also go ahead and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast to get access to the giveaways this month. We're doing Zarud and Celebi for the patrons. And also we need to have that $950 stretch goal to hit so we can do a week worth of giveaways for the community. Be that person that's awesome and pushes us over the edge so that all of the people on the Discord server can thank you and kiss your feet. All right. On that note, though, I have been Trainer Thatch. I've been Shamu. And I've been Arsene. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.